0: Today on the newscast, tensions between Russia and Israel are growing by the day. Are we on the verge of a full-blown diplomatic crisis, and are there prophetic implications? Find out next. Hey, folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast, and welcome to Dallas I'm here in the Big D all week guest hosting our great nightly TBN news show, Centerpoint. Check it out. Airing every night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time and then again at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time on TBN. So excited to be here. We've got a lot of great ground and news we will be covering on Centerpoint. In the meantime, Russia and Israel, things developing there, folks, at a rapid clip. Now, we've been documenting this here on the newscast for you. Over the past few months, really, I've called it the unraveling of relations between Israel and Russia. Now it just went a step further. Russia is saying now that it is banning, it is shutting down an organization called the Jewish Agency. Now, this isn't an official Israeli government agency, but it works very closely with Israel's government to bring Jews to the land of Israel, to their ancient and ancestral homeland. Of course, we had, I think, one million Russian Jews after the fall of the Soviet Union come to Israel. And now that Russia and Ukraine, the war there is raging, there's a good number of Jews, not only in Ukraine, but of course, still in Russia, who would like to leave the chaos and make what the Israelis call Aliyah, going up, up to the land of Israel. The Jewish agency helps to facilitate that Jewish immigration to Israel. And now Russia is saying it is about to shut the door. Now, a few thoughts here. Number one, this reminds me of the Soviet era, folks. That was the last time, really, that Israel and Russia had what I would call a diplomatic crisis. During the 1970s and 80s, the Soviet Union refused to allow what were called the refuseniks, Uh, among them Jews who opposed that Soviet dictatorship. They refused to allow them to immigrate to Israel. And now could we be staring at that kind of situation once again? We're going to break down the ramifications of this and the prophetic implications in a minute. Before I do, I just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube. And click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Hey, we are rapidly approaching 500,000 subscribers here on the channel. Half a million, hard to believe. And it's all because of you, our watchmen and women on the wall. And of course, because of God Almighty, we will continue to deliver the news that he wants us to, to deliver for such a time as this. And part of that includes, again, that Russia-Israel fraying relationship. Now, Israel has responded to the what looks like the shutdown of the Jewish agency. Israel's interim prime minister, Yair Lapid, said yesterday that there will be severe consequences to the relationship between Israel and Russia if Vladimir Putin's regime goes through with this and shuts down the Jewish agency. He is reportedly weighing his options. One option could be that Israel downgrades diplomatic relations with Russia, recalls the Israeli ambassador from Moscow, and perhaps even more troubling for Putin, Israel could take a much more vocal stand on the world stage against Russia's invasion, its onslaught in Ukraine. Another option for Israel is to delay, I guess you would say delay delivery of the Alexander Nevsky Church in the old city of Jerusalem. Now we covered that issue on a recent newscast. Russia wants control of this church. It was built around the turn of the century, 19th into the 20th century. Russia wants control of this church in the old city of Jerusalem. Israel has not handed control over, so Russia is none too happy about that. So there are various levers That yair lapid the interim prime minister could push in the meantime why why is russia doing this many in israel are asking that right now a few possibilities here folks number one yair lapid assumed office about three weeks ago and remember uh, before he became prime minister he was foreign minister and although the former prime minister naftali bennett pulled his punches, so to speak, when it came to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Bennett was very hesitant to criticize Russia for a real simple reason. He wanted Israel to continue its freedom of movement in Syria. He wanted Russia to allow Israel to continue to operate freely there under the noses of those thousands of Russian troops in Syria. Bennett didn't want to rock the boat there. He wanted to keep Putin happy. Lapid, on the other hand, What's much more vocal in his criticism of that Russian invasion of Ukraine and Russia was none too happy about it. Now that Lapid is the man in the hot seat as interim prime minister, perhaps Putin is turning up the heat, a little bit of revenge there uh, in his view. Secondly, the Alexander Nevsky church factor that we've mentioned, but perhaps the most intriguing and prophetically inclined reason could be that Russia is attempting to pressure Israel over Israel's airstrikes in Syria. Now, Israel has carried out hundreds of airstrikes against Iranian and Hezbollah targets inside Syria over the past few years, as we've shared on a very frequent basis here on the newscast. This is happening, again, under the noses of Russian soldiers. Folks, remember, Russia is in Syria at Israel's doorstep, aligned with the Iranian regime, Hezbollah, and the Assad regime of Syria. Essentially, and we like to say here on the newscast, you can tell a lot about a man by the company he keeps. Well, the company Vladimir Putin keeps is, he counts among them, Israel's greatest enemies. So he's been none too happy and increasingly losing patience about these Israeli airstrikes against Iran and Hezbollah in Syria, which not only weaken and embarrass the Iranian regime, but by extension, Does it embarrass Russia a bit? Look, Russia again in Syria aligned with Iran as Iran is taking lump after lump courtesy of the Israeli Air Force. Perhaps Putin is saying, Enough is enough, Israel. We are going to cease and desist when it comes to your freedom of movement in Syria. I don't think it was coincidental last week that Vladimir Putin visited Iran, top level meetings with Iran's supreme leader and the president. Ibrahim Raisi. Folks, you have to believe that Iranian leaders were pressuring Putin to end those Israeli airstrikes in Syria. But here's the deal. Israel can't afford to do that because if they do, two things will happen. Number one, Iran will establish a foothold along the strategic Golan Heights. And number two, Iran will succeed in its ultimate goal of supplying and arming Hezbollah with precision guided missiles, PGMs for short, that advanced weapon system that would be an absolute game changer in all the wrong ways for Israel. Existential threat to say the least, bottom line, red line. So what's going to happen here? What will Russia do? Is a day coming where Russia is going to say to Israel, enough is enough, no more, you cannot operate in Syria we won't allow it, then what will Israel do? Folks, clearly the Jewish agency situation is just the latest volley in the declining, unraveling relationship between Israel and Russia. But okay, what are the prophetic implications? Here on the Watchman Newscast, we like to do what Billy Graham once said. We walk around with the newspaper or our iPhone in one hand and the Bible in the other. In this case, I believe that the book of Ezekiel, chapters 38 and 39, foretells of this unraveling of relations between Russia and Israel. It's a funny name. It's called the War of Gog and Magog. Ezekiel lays it out. A quote, latter days, L-A-T-T-E-R, latter days confederation that will come against Israel. It will meet its demise on the mountains of Israel, but This confederation is led by Russia. It includes Iran. And I believe right now as the prophetic chess pieces are moving on the board, we see that confederation shaping up in real time. I'm not saying that's going to happen tomorrow, overnight, but we see right now the diplomatic unraveling of relations first. And then secondly, I believe a day is coming where there will be what I call a great betrayal, Russia coming against israel and as i close here just a thought in speaking on a frequent basis to current and former israeli officials i've posed this question to them time and time again are you concerned about russia that russia will turn against you in syria israel and russia have had this so-called deconfliction mechanism where israel carries out the airstrikes russia stands back they give russia a heads up prior to carrying out these military operations against iran I've asked Israeli officials, are you concerned that that will end? And they've said, no, it's going to continue. Russia won't do that. But folks, I think things are dramatically now turning in the other direction. We are keeping a very close eye on this. Hey, be encouraged. Uh, I hope you didn't miss a minute ago where I said this latter days confederation meets its demise. They lose and lose badly on the mountains of Israel when the God of Israel the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob intervenes in the affairs of men in a very public way, in a way that he hasn't done in 2,000 years. That's coming. Stay tuned. In the meantime, stay tuned right here to Dallas All This Week for the Watchman Newscast. Thanks so much for joining us. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.